911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I thought I could share with you a secret that I held on to for a really long time and how you might be holding on to the same one too and the relief that takes place when you're able to let go of it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I wrote a post a couple of weeks ago where I started, I started the caption in that very way. The secret that I was hanging on to was something that was so heavy and it was something I got really good at being able to hide so much to the extent that my my dad, he's the one that built the foundation around my life. He had no idea. My husband, the man that I spend time in my home with, had no idea. And it was something so heavy that the only time that I would allow myself a release from it was when I was hiding my tears under the water in the shower. As you sit there listening to this, maybe you too can remember a time when you've carried something so heavy that no one else has a clue about. And for me, it was the exhaustion. I couldn't sleep at night. There were times when my alarm would go off and I felt like I had just laid down to try to fall asleep, just fighting that battle in my head of not being able to quiet things, having this constant chatter going on when all I want to do is be able to clock out. And I was charging full steam ahead. I could not stop every day, just going, 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 saying yes to everybody who asked, making sure that there was never something that I was not doing at any given moment. And there was most certainly never time for me to do anything for myself. No time to just sit, even to just stop and, and read. I remember, I love reading. And at that point in my life, and this was several years ago now, I couldn't even find the time to sit down with a book in my lap for an hour. It was non-existent for months and months. And it got to the point to where I wasn't taking care of myself. And something like fitness, which is super important to me, it went on the back burner. I just did not have the time for it. Articulating and planning my meals to make sure that I'm consuming things that are, you know, sustainable for my body, Um, for me in particular, because I have some health issues and I know that my diet needs to be on point in order for me to be at an optimized level. I just couldn't. I didn't have the time for that. And so it got to the point to where I was sitting there one day, and you can call it God, you can call it the universe, the higher power, whatever it is for you. For me in particular, I'm agnostic, and for me that that means I believe that there is something. I don't know what that something is, but I know in this moment when I was sitting there, there was this voice, and it wasn't just a voice. It was something that I felt as it was being spoken to me. It was a word, something incredibly divine and something certainly higher than than me or just my mind speaking to me. And you probably know that feeling yourself, at least I, I would hope that you do. And it told me, you're doing it wrong. And I remember sitting there 
for the longest moment, just thinking on that, you're doing it wrong, like repeating it to myself, taking that that other voice, that other sense of these spoken words and, and making them my own. Ashley, you're doing it wrong. And I had been I had been thinking the whole time, caught up in my head that I was doing everything right because I followed the path, right? I did everything I'm supposed to do. I, I went to school. I went to grad school. I got married. I have a house. I'm a good daughter, like all these things. And I wasn't happy. And I sat with that and I tried to, to make sense of it and to understand it. And I allowed myself to really relish in those words throughout the day. And then out of nowhere, maybe it was another sign from the universe. It just came to me. I know what it is. I am doing it wrong. And I took a piece of paper and I sat down and I started to write out all of the things, all of the things that I had to do, that I wanted to do, that I needed to do in any given day. There are things that are constant, right? We have those rotations. Maybe for you, it's taking the kids out to different social events or or sports activities, going to work, making sure that there's a day on the schedule for you to go grocery shopping or clean the house. Like there's all of the things. And for me, having a business and a podcast and having my clients and and going to school constantly, like there are so many of those things. And the 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 part that I was missing was I had no system in place. So I sat down and I hand wrote all of the things out that I needed to do on a, a regular basis, the stuff that has to be done. And then I started to systematize it and I put it on a schedule so much to the extent that there is a time now on my calendar where I know that I'm going to shower and as overzealous as that sounds. And yes, I know it, it sounded the same exact way to me as I was listing all of these things out. I decided like, what the heck? This is what's coming up for me. This is the first thing that I'm hearing after these words of wisdom that came into me. So let me try it out. And it's been three years now. And I've made sure that I followed a very rigorous schedule, very, very similar to the one that I first created. Only now I I stick to it in such a way that there is nothing that comes across to me that I don't put in my schedule. And it's not just for me anymore. It's allowed me to be much more productive, not only in my business and in my relationships, not only with my husband, but also people that I care about that are meaningful to me. But on the external element of things, if somebody tells me something and they they gift me their time enough for them to share with me something that is important to them, I make sure that if it's something that I want to follow up with them on, I put it in my calendar. Something as simple as that. There's somebody that's very close to me and randomly, as though this this was no big deal to him, he made mention to me that there's a very high probability, 70% chance that he actually has bone cancer and that he was going to see the oncologist. I asked him what day he was going. And as soon as he told me, I went to my calendar and I wrote it in my phone. And when that day came, I waited until the evening when I knew that he was getting ready to go on shift. He's a police officer. And I messaged him to ask how his appointment went. The amount of response that I got from him indicated to me that perhaps there are not many people in his circle that showed that much caring and charisma towards him, his well-being, and what he has going on in his day. Think about that for a second. How many times are we so caught up in all of the things that we have to do that we think it's more important than somebody that's potentially facing a fatal cancer? It's incredible to me. 
And I'm making mention of a story like that, not to say that this is something that everybody has to do, but because I've been able to systematize my life in such a way, I have time to not only be able to reach out and send a simple text message, but to also have the cognitive capacity to remember to do those things and to not be so stressed out with time that I have the time to be able to give five, 10 minutes out of my day to be able to gift to somebody else. And somebody asked me, like, how do you do this? This has been on my mind too. I'm constantly like charging forward. I feel like a freight train and I just can't stop. But how do you do it, Ashley? And I said, well, it's simple. The very first thing that I did was I took a piece of paper and a pen just like it was when we were in high school. I didn't do it on any form of technology, right? I wanted to make sure that my thoughts and my emotions connected with me very fluidly as that tip of the pen hit the paper. And I got very, very personal with myself and very honest with myself. And after I was done making that list, I crossed out all of the shit. There are things that we do that are not necessary. Think about this for a second. How much time do you spend every day going through your closet, figuring out what the fuck you're supposed to wear for the day? This might surprise you, being a female, but I have very minimal amounts of clothing because I do not like to sit there in the closet trying to figure out what I'm supposed to wear for the day. How many things do you do on a regular basis that perhaps just aren't necessary? My husband, this is a perfect example. He loves to use, my my husband is like the, the softest, most foo-foo person that you will ever meet. And inside of our dishwasher, he puts the soap and he puts whatever that liquid, that jet dry or whatever it is so that the, the glass don't, you know, they don't have the, those little spots. I don't even know what the fuck that stuff does. He uses all of this extra stuff inside of the dishwasher. And there came a point a couple of years ago where he said, we're out of this, this, and this for the dishwasher. And I told him, like, we don't need any of that. All that you need is the dish soap. And I promise you, your dishes are going to be impeccable as soon as they come out of the dishwasher. And why did I do that? I did that because every single time I would load the dishwasher, I would have to put in like three different things just to wash the fucking dishes. Like, why am I wasting my time on things that don't matter? And the only thing that matters is that me doing those few moments of extra tasks is just taking away from my time. And essentially, that's taking away from my life where I could be fulfilling other things instead. And as you listen to this, I think it's important for us all to reflect on the things that we do in our life that they're just not sensible. Maybe we've adopted these certain things because of human conditioning. You, you might have seen your folks do it as you were growing up. They might be things that you started to do on your own because you thought that socially it was the thing that you're supposed to do. But recognize those, those, those elements as you go about your day and decide what is it in my life that I'm doing that's actually taking up wasted space in my, my occupancy in my day-to-day time. And then write out a list of your own. And the second most important thing for me was making sure that I was adopting a calendar that I would actually use. How many of us have calendars hanging on the walls? Maybe you have planners. Maybe you have a Google Calendar set up. Sure, if you have an iPhone, you have your iCalendar. But how many of those do you use and do you use them for different things? 
I would encourage you to choose one that you enjoy to use the most. And for me personally, it's my Google Calendar and my iCalendar, and that's because they're synchronistic. I can link them to my calendar when clients book appointments, and you know, I can pretty much put them on everything. So anytime I make an appointment on something, it all goes in one spot. But recognizing what modality works best for you. For some people, that paper planner, that's the thing, right? They can take it wherever they want to. They can easily just write down whatever it is. Some people like to have something tangible to be able to access whenever they are scheduling or referring to their schedule. And then getting in the habit of actually using your schedule. When you have something come up, that you need to make note of a certain date or a time or even a certain event that might be relevant, learn to put it in your calendar and adopt that practice. For me, I also look at my calendar first thing in the morning and first thing before I go to sleep every single day, non-negotiable. And that is in between anything that I'm scheduling into my calendar. The night before, I want to make sure that I know what I have for the day ahead. In the morning of, I want to make sure that there's nothing that I need to put on that day that maybe came up in the meantime. And I think that when we're able to adopt certain practices within our lives, when we have a system set up in place, it allows the entire trajectory of our day and our lives to move in the direction that we've actually mapped out for ourselves. And what this does is it also allows us to create this structure around our time and what's most important to us so that when something or someone tries to penetrate that, we're able to make the decision. You literally have a calendar planned out to where it's non-negotiable. You know that these are the things that belong to you and we're able to decide and really feel comfortable with being able to tell other people no when we have such a strategic schedule. And if it's not important, it comes very naturally. And if it is something important, well, guess what? You have a calendar. Take a look at it and see if you need to move something around if it's relevant. And as you go about your day today, I would just have you consider what systems might need to be in place in your own life in order for you to be able to live at a more balanced and optimal level? What will help you to where you're not charging forward full steam ahead only to feel exhausted at the end of the night so much to the extent that you can't even fall asleep and yet maybe it doesn't even feel like you're making any progress? What needs to change? And if you ever need support with that, there's anything I can do to add value in any way, be it a calendar or otherwise, shoot me a message. Send me a message on Facebook at Ashley Walton. We have an incredible Facebook group, Police, Fire, Military, and Families, and we're all there to support each other in making sure that we're able to balance and optimize our lives. Today is already a great day, and I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart, I value and I appreciate you allowing me the gift of your time in listening to this episode today. Have a great day.